Hello, thank you for joining me today in the spoon drawer. I'm Grace McWilliams, and we are going to be talking about diseases. Isn't that interesting? All right, one in particular we're going to discuss today, mixed connective tissue disease. What is that? Definition. It's a term used by some doctors to describe a disorder characterized by features of lupus, sclerosis, and polymyositis. Raynaud phenomenon, joint pains, various skin abnormalities, muscle weakness, and problems with internal organs can develop. So we are just starting this episode off with a bang. Okay, so the sound of the disease is mixed connective tissue. So let's think about that. It sounds like it could be varied with the mixed part. It sounds like it deals with the connective tissues in the body. So we can take that away without even looking too far into that definition. We can use our context clues to kind of wrap our head around the very basic aspect of this disease. So what organs, because it says at the very end of the definition, problems with internal organs can develop. All right, well, let's start there. Let's look at that. So jumping right to the organs, let's say that the heart is usually weakened. It also affects the lungs in 75% of people with this disease. So that's actually very high likelihood whereas the kidneys are affected in about 25% of people. Now, it doesn't mention anything about bladder, which I'm going to point out that specifically because with the lungs, it brings up interstitial lung diseases. Well, interstitial cystitis is a, a problem with the bladder. Um, we're going to learn more about that later, but if that is a problem with the bladder and it's a very chicken-egg thing when it comes to this mixed connective tissue disease and interstitial cystitis, they're, they're very closely connected and once again, it would, it would be causing a lot of pains that you kind of almost can't even figure out exactly where it's coming from because of the connected tissues there in the area. At least this is what... I have come to believe. It also mentions from our previous episode that Sjogren's syndrome may develop over time. I just wanted to throw that out there. So when we limit mixed connective tissue disease, I feel like we are shortchanging our ability to comprehend this mysterious and rare disease. I feel like it's very important for us to keep an open mind and admit that we don't really know and the reason that I'm saying that is because we don't really know. So let's look at some of the information that we have um, from the Merck Manual about mixed connective tissue disease, further known as MCTD. So we know it can affect the organs. It mentions nothing about the bladder, but hypothetic, or you know, we can hypothesize that it does affect the bladder. It affects way more women than men. And usually it is becoming more apparent during adolescence and in the 20s. The cause of MCTD is unknown, but it is an autoimmune disease, which is considered an overlap disease because the symptoms of MCTD overlap with those of other autoimmune diseases of connective tissue. 
so much that sometimes doctors cannot make a distinction. However, not everyone who has mixed connective tissue disease develops symptoms of other autoimmune diseases. So like that's the most confusing sounding thing. <laughs> so basically, you can just have MCTD and not develop other symptoms from other diseases. However, an overlap disease because the symptoms are so similar as to other autoimmune diseases. So we're going to take a quick switch over to the definition of an overlap disease. This term refers to a group of conditions that have clinical features of and meet classification criteria for more than one well-characterized rheumatic disease. The spectrum of overlap symptoms includes MCTD, scleroderma, and polymyositis. So there you have a specific definition for an overlap disease. Now I prefer to look at this not as an quote unquote overlap, but as a piggyback. This is going to be piggybacking on other diseases, usually referred to with lupus and systemic sclerosis. But that's the only ones it really ever says. But I believe it's much larger than that. I believe that MCTD piggybacks on things like rheumatoid arthritis as well as fibromyalgia. Both of these have to do with joints and tissues. And it would be kind of easy to make the connection that if your joints are not doing good because of inflammation and arthritis, then the tissues surrounding those joints might also be struggling. Maybe they're not as healthy as they need to be to hold those joints in place. It's not just an issue of bone, but also of tissue. It's a tissue issue. <laughs> so we have to really look at that as an identifying mark. It's affecting tissue. Let's stop using terms. Let's stop using random names of syndromes and diseases. And let's say this is something that affects the tissue and look at it as in conjunction with other things that connect the tissues. Not that that's going to get us any closer or do a solution or a treatment or cure quicker. It's not, but maybe it will change the way we're viewing this because I'm constantly seeing that MCTD is in conjunction with lupus, but I have fibromyalgia and I also have mixed connective tissue disease. So let's talk about my experience with this just really quick. And it's not for any reason other than to open our minds to the concept of tissue issues, okay? <laughs> so when I go to the chiropractor a couple weeks ago, because my jaw's been out of place for about two and a half to three months at this point, um, the first time they realigned me, adjusted me, and you know, 